Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Unnamed Jack Marlowe podcast. I'm your host, Jack Marlowe, and today I'm going to be diving into your screen time and telling you why eight hours a day is simply way too much. Please like, subscribe, and follow all the socials. Enjoy the show. When I walk around campus, everyone is glued to their phones. When I go out with my friends, everyone is glued to their phones. Even when I'm sitting in class, everyone is glued to their phones. Nowadays, it seems like just about everyone spends all their free time staring at a screen, and it's wreaking havoc on America's youth. Most experts agree that a healthy adult should be sleeping 7 to 9 hours every night. So I'll use 8 for my example. That'll leave about 16 waking hours per day. Now, according to a study conducted by the CDC, teenagers spend an average of 8 hours in front of a screen for entertainment every day. Meaning, the average teen spends about half of their day unproductively consuming some sort of digital media. Add in the time spent at school or work, and you're really only living a few hours a day. When you're on your deathbed, do you think you'll regret not spending more time scrolling through TikTok? watching Netflix, or listening to a few more podcasts? No, probably not. Instead, you'll you'll be wishing you spent more time with your friends and family, living your life to the fullest. Eight hours per day equates to about 121 full days wasted every year. That's four months. Think about how much you could do in four months. It's like spending an entire semester of college behind a screen, every year. People are always complaining about a lack of free time while also wasting hours on social media every day. What does that accomplish? You gain a little bit of clout? For what? At the end of the day, your social media presence doesn't mean a thing. Ideally, social media is great. You might meet some new people on there, and it allows you to stay in touch with your friends. But the people you do meet on there are only going to like the version of you they're seeing on social media, which is never really an accurate representation of a person. And if you want to stay in touch with your friends, maybe you should meet them for dinner and drinks every once in a while. When I was younger, my friends and I spent most of our free time at my friend's house. We'd spend hours just hanging out on the porch, shooting hoops, playing games like Capture the Flag, and riding our bikes around town. The only time we'd ever use our phones was for prank calls. Life was a lot easier back then. I wasn't constantly comparing myself to others. I was in much better shape. I was getting better sleep. I was generally a much happier person, and I would rarely have issues with anxiety. Then, as I grew older, I stopped hanging out with those friends. I had started to become more popular at school, and we started to grow apart. Although I had a greater quantity of friends, I spent more of my time alone because I didn't have the same quality of friends that I'd had in the past. It was around this time that I started using my phone a lot more. I became much more unproductive, and I didn't leave the house as much as I used to. I'd find myself spending more time on social media comparing my life to everybody else's, and always being disappointed. Looking back, I realized how dumb I was, because now I realize that what people are posting on social media wasn't an accurate representation of their lives, and said it was only a glimpse into their best moments. The parties, the pictures they looked the best in, and only the best pictures in their vacations. It was ridiculous to compare my worst moments to their best moments, but I did it anyways. Which brings me to my next point. High phone usage isn't just a poor use of your time, it's also terrible for your mental and physical health. According to the National Library of Medicine, high phone usage is directly correlated with anxiety, depression, decreased self-confidence, and worsened sleep. With depression and anxiety levels already at an all-time high amongst teens, I feel like we should view anything that worsens your mental health as something that we should try to avoid using. And using social media is typically one of the worst things you can do when you're dealing with anxiety or depression. You may seem happy mindlessly scrolling through TikTok, but that's because of the dopamine hits you're getting every time you scroll. Forbes went as far as to call the platform crack cocaine because of the addictiveness and pleasure that comes with using the app. Since the algorithm is so effective, you have an endless supply of dopamine hits at your fingertips that come in the form of short videos. These short videos have been carefully picked to ensure that you only see the videos that will elicit the greatest emotional reaction. For example, my For You page has recently been filled with dog videos, and I spend hours a day scrolling through TikTok just because of it. The problem is, it's easy for a user to become dependent on the dopamine they receive from these social media platforms. All of a sudden, they're relying on technology to provide them happiness rather than friends or real-life events. 
Another issue with apps like TikTok is that it diminishes self-confidence. Like I was saying earlier, no one's social media presence is an accurate representation of their life. But when you see your friends or really anyone you know out doing something really cool, it's easy to get jealous. Sometimes it'll even upset you because it makes you feel like your life isn't as cool as theirs. But their lives aren't really that much cooler than yours, and even if they are, you shouldn't be sad just because somebody else is happy. According to psychologytoday.com, this reaction is completely natural, but that doesn't mean it's healthy. Comparing yourself to others in general is bad, but comparing your worst moments to someone else's best moments is even worse. It's a lose-lose scenario. That's why I think social media is such a bad use of your time. Not only are you being unproductive, but you're also diminishing your self-confidence. Aside from all the detrimental effects high phone issues can have on your health, it also makes you more unproductive. According to the New York Post, the average person checks their phone about 80 times per day, which is about once every 12 minutes. Imagine trying to write an essay but being interrupted every 12 minutes. Trust me, it takes forever. Additionally, over the last few years, apps like TikTok have decreased productivity substantially. Today's social media platforms are designed to bring you personalized content as fast as possible, and all it takes is a swipe. Our attention span has naturally been diminishing because the content provided to us lasts only a few moments before being replaced by the next piece of content. So, when you go to do something productive, like record a podcast, it's hard for you to work on it for long because your brain has been trained to shift its focus from one thing to another so quickly. So I'm asking you, the listener, to disconnect and get off your phone, after you finish listening to this podcast, of course. Go to your settings and click on screen time. If your daily average is only at three hours or less, give yourself a pat on the back. This lecture doesn't apply to you. Keep it up. Otherwise, take a look at which apps you're using the most. Then think to yourself, should I actually be spending a couple hours on Snapchat every day? I'll give you a hint. The answer is no. Once you figure out which apps you're wasting the most time on, make a genuine effort to spend less and less time on them. It's also important to continue monitoring your daily screen time because that's the only way to improve it. I'm not saying you should delete every social media account you have, but maybe try using it in moderation. Instead of scrolling through Instagram, maybe go for a walk. Instead of watching YouTube for an hour, try reading. There are so many better ways, better and healthier ways to spend your time, and the sooner you realize that, the better off you are. It'll be hard at first, but according to health.com, in the long run, you'll experience countless benefits. Since you'll have less distractions, you'll be drastically more productive. You'll also be less stressed and sleep better. And since you won't be comparing yourself to others as much, your confidence will skyrocket. But most importantly, when you spend less time on your phone, you'll have more time to figure out what makes you really happy. And that's all that really matters. In life, it's always important to understand and prioritize the things that make you happy. Whatever it is that makes you happy, you should spend as much of your free time doing it as possible. I promise it'll be far more fulfilling than wasting hours on social media. The sources I use for this podcast are linked in the description. Feel free to explore those articles to further educate yourself on the perils of phone usage. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned something from today's podcast. Have a great day. Bye.